Hello and welcome to Barstool News, the only podcast where we drink about the news because we feel like we have to. Uh, I am here with my good friend and co-host, Brandon Trego, uh, who is remote today, and I am, as always, Jordan Higgins. Uh, yeah, so had a, had a little bit of a, a fever and a cough the other day, huh? Or, or your yeah, your well, you know, one of the kids. Yep, yeah, one of the kids is. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure that it's COVID, but you know, better safe than sorry. Get tested Absolutely. and wait for the results. So, so yeah, uh, so yeah, a couple <laughs> extra days off of work's kind of nice, huh? Well, there you go. I'm sure you're getting uh, lots of Fortnite time in. Well, I mean, you know, my beer consumption has gone up quite a bit here these last couple of days. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I just realized I don't have a beer with me right now. Oh my god, Jordan! I know. Stop the podcast. I, it's all over now. I mean, it's, this is it. My, my fantasy football team's in shambles. I mean, what, is, uh, what else is there to live for? It is true. If you can't drink beer and play fantasy football, what else do you have? I mean, you your team did pretty solid here. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, however, I, I did not. But, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to win when the guy you're playing has four guys scoring 40 points a game. So... <laughs> I saw that you're playing like one of the highest, one of the highest teams in the league we have. Oh, I started off so strong, and then it was just like, oh yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so man, it's been a little while. It has. There's a lot of shit going on since oh, uh, last time we talked. So much shit has happened. All right. Well, um, you know. Let's see. What do we want to hit first? Oh, hey. Did you hear about that? Uh, that uh, what's his name, Alexei Navalny, from Russia, who's running? Against I have not Putin. heard about this. So he's running. He was running against Putin as as like the major uh-huh. opposition candidate, and all of a sudden he got Is, really. Did sick. he? Did he fall out a window? He didn't fall out a window, but he got really sick, oh. like super duper sick, oh. like. Oh, is this the is this the guy with the T? No. Yeah. 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 Who is it? He went to Germany, like he got flown and met, like basically medical flighted out yes. of Russia into Germany. And they're like, he's like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? They're oh. like, oh, you've been exposed to fucking nerve agent. <laughs> yep. And this is his wife is trying to plead with the Russian doctors to let him be seen outside of Russia and they're not letting him leave. Right. Yep. Uh, no, so, I did read part of that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's got to be. You you, th- you got to think something's up at that point when you're like, hey, I kind of want to seek medical attention somewhere else. Like, oh no 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 no, you you, you can't leave. You know, you gotta you gotta stay here. Yeah, he was like I, emergency flown uh, to Germany where they found out like, oh yeah, you've been exposed to fucking uh, oh god, what's the Russian nerve agent called? Uh, it's something extremely Soviet sounding. I gotta pull it up quick. Uh, but yeah, this dude got flown out, and then the German doctors are like, what the sh- Novacek. That's what it's called. Oh my god! Doesn't that yeah, sound I mean, like that's the most Soviet you. thing ever? Oh, he's exposed to Novichok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it doesn't sound great. But I, you know, yeah. Putin—he's just a nice guy. I'm sure it was just a misunderstanding. Uh, yeah, that's got to be what it, it 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 does seem to come at a very odd time mm-hmm. uh, for him for him to be in contact with a nerve agent. But <laughs> right. you know. Who who am I to say? You know, and it's not <sighs> like someone who used to be the head of the KJB could easily get their hands on that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you would think so. Well, I mean, you when when we went to Afghanistan, you had to get we you know there's a set of vaccinations you'd have to take. Yeah, and 
Obviously, anthrax is one of them, but you had to get smallpox because there is one country that still has smallpox to use. Really? And it's Russia. It's Russia. Wait, you you mean like as a chemical weapon, smallpox? Correct. Holy shit. So you had to. So basically, they they take this needle and they stab it in your arm a bunch of times and it scabs over. And that's like your vaccination from smallpox. But you have to get it before you before you deploy. That sounds terrible. Because it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most fun uh, thing in the world, but I, I guess if if you still have a country, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, it, like nuclear weapons kind of drives me crazy because it's why do we have them? Because if you consider the wind patterns, if you were to ever use one, you would wipe out everything. Oh, yeah. Like factoring in that, say Russia shoots one at us, we shoot run at Russia and then everybody else kind of catches wind of it. You, you know, say Russia hits us three or four times. You've essentially wiped out. All of North America for sure. Yeah. South, yeah, South South America's gone. Yep. Um, and if we, if we hit Russia, I mean, the wind patterns are going to carry that radiation. It's I, I just don't see the point in having them because yeah. would you ever use them, or is it just a dick measuring contest? It's literally a dick measuring contest because it's like, oh, you know, we could destroy the world three times over, or we can destroy the world ten times over. So, but yeah, it's right. like literally just like, well, we're better because we have more, and. Oh, they they had that uh, God, what policy was that? Where they're just like, oh yeah, if Russia even sends over one missile, we literally launch everything we have. That oh, was, wouldn't that surprise was the policy. me. That was a policy. And I'm like, so hey, again, just guaranteeing the destruction of all life on Earth? I mean, yeah. I mean, if America's not there, what's the point of having an uh, Earth, right? Well, I mean, clearly, we are the only country with the <sighs> most freedom ever. Hey man, we get it. We're the we're the best country in the world. I don't know when the last time you checked that was, but uh, speaking of oh, the best man. country in the world and the military, oh god, did you see yeah. that Trump was shit talking the military? Yeah, like, like so, in a couple different ways too. Yeah, so th- this is this oh, has god. been a, a tough one for me, just god. in terms of obviously, I, from what I've read, they're having a tough time getting like um, the generals that people are saying was there for this and the people he said it to, uh, to, to come forward and say that he said these things. They're not really saying anything as far as like, you know, general Mattis. Right. Um, and then some of the other people that were there were, where these accusations are coming from. However, you do have it being reported by Fox news mm-hmm. who independently verified it. Right. And you, you have, you, I mean, the thing that, the thing that kind of kills me about it is you literally had him do this stuff to John McCain in the, you know the 2016 election in the open Uh, like he just openly said in the the open yeah so 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 for me it's kind of like you kind of i i kind of have to take it like a grain of salt but at the same time the fact that he's done it before to not only i mean i i don't know what people think about john mccain but you know as a military standpoint dude was a pow for i I think like five years yeah um like and he was really you yeah. hear the horror stories of like like the bamboo under the fingernails. They fucking did that right. shit to him. Like it was not cool. And, I, and if I remember correctly, at one point he was released but refused to leave until the rest of his men could leave. Yes. That so is if the, you if you yep. if you have a if you have a definition of American hero, Absolutely. that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So to sit there and badmouth him the way that he did, uh, I, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that that he would say something like this, and mm-hmm. and then of course try to back out of it. I, I think the part that killed me the most is just the fact that. We, we, we obviously can't just ignore it. You can't just sit there no. and say, well, there's no way he would say this. But you, you have to you, you have to think about it. The dude's got a history of like ultra petty 
give no fucks. I will do what I want because it's what I want. And if you don't go with me, fuck you. Like that's been his thing for forever. Well, how can we take lessons on patriotism from a guy who dodged the draft multiple times, Mister Bone Spurs? And I, I don't, I don't think in the last like five generations any Trump has ever served. Is no. what I had read. Well, I mean, so how how do we take no, lessons? No Trump has served in the American military. Correct. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe didn't. I think I read an article that said his didn't his uh, one of his ancestors fled Germany because of World War Two. I think right. Yes, they were trying to. His, they were his, trying to. His great grandfather left Germany. Yeah, um, his great grandfather, yep. I believe, worked in a bank, and if I remember correctly, was basically like a financier and shuffled a lot of money okay. around for the fucking SS. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's like I said, it's one of those things. I mean, for me personally, I, I kind of have to take it as a grain of salt because it's accusations. But at the same time, I, you can't ignore it because the dude has said the shit before. Right. And then like like a handful of days later, he's like, oh, all those a-holes in the Pentagon, they're just, they're just war profiteers. And yeah. you know what? To his credit, yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> Yeah, I could, I can see that, but uh, at the same time, I mean, you don't really. I my rule of thumb in the military has always been: unless you serve, you don't really get to talk shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you didn't, if you didn't do it, you know, then you know. I and I always make. There's always the running joke with the branches of the military. You know, you guys always yeah. talk shit to each other, and right. every it's branch like a has their one thing. Kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. But if you didn't do it, you can't say anything. You know, if he, Donald Trump dodged the draft and everything. I mean, I'm pretty sure his. What did he say that? What did God? What was it about him not con, um, getting STDs? That was what? that was uh, his. Yeah, did you uh, did you read that? No, I thought I thought his his well, you know, the air quotes official reasoning behind him not serving was that he had he had very severe bone spurs. That was yes. He he had made a quote about uh, his service was not contracting an STD or something like. That. Oh my God! And I was like, ah. Yeah, cool, dude, cool. The, like, the <sighs> shit that this dude says just blows me away on, like, a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not great. Um, and, but again, you know, I think it goes back to we have, you know, especially coming up with this election, we have three distinct groups of people right now. Mm-hmm. Because you have your Democrats. Yep. You've got you've you've got your normal Republicans. Yeah. Um, but then you, you also have your, as I call them now, cultists. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Because you've, you, you've got your more traditional Republicans are going to be like, OK, this is nothing OK right now. Yeah, Nothing's like OK with what this guy is doing. You're George he's, he's just a bad person. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, you know, most days I would probably not agree with anything these guys are saying. But right. I think I think they kind of had to take a step back and say, hey, man, we made a mistake in 2016. <laughs> um, and great. I'm we all for it. You know, up every, a little bit. And not only we might have fucked up a little bit, we may have fucked up politics in general. <laughs> right, but even when I was over, even when we were over at your house uh, doing the laundry uh, the other day, and you brought up the point of how yep. you know you you thought when Obama was in office it was the greatest thing ever, and then when he left, you kind of opened your eyes a little bit to uh, that maybe it wasn't as sweet as you had thought it was. Right, you know. And by the way, thanks for and helping it's the hook fact- up that washer and dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always good to know a plumber, right? Uh, but it, it, I think it goes back to just being able to admit when you've made a mistake yep. and not, you know, not, not just doubling down on your mistakes and being like, Oh no, it's, we're making America great. Like, right. And for on, those of us that on, are like, man, whoa, are we whoa. really making <laughs> right? And for those of us that are like, Whoa, Whoa, Hey, 
don't bad talk Obama. Uh, you know, just go look at his history with the immigration record and all of the oh. nice drone bombings of things like schools, hospitals, weddings. You know, all that stuff. Right. So, and you're never you're never going to find a president who's going to make every single person happy. No, it's just not. It's not going to happen. It's unrealistic to think of that happening. But to have a president that we have now who just blatantly lies about things, and I'm, I'm sure this is on the topic of discussion it's tonight. It's literally the, the next one. The, <laughs> the Woodward? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. There we go. So, yeah, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, Bob Woodward um, of fame from 40-plus years ago for basically uh, revealing that Richard Nixon was the criminal that we all thought he was. He has a new book about Trump and did a whole bunch of voice interviews with Trump over the phone, which were recorded, which he told Trump were recorded, which Trump knew. Yeah, he agreed to it. He agreed yes, to it. He did. He did agree to it. Yes. Back. It was. I like, think it was eight, 18 interviews. Oh, yeah, there was from, like 18 or something like that. And each one of them, I'm sure, from, is just fucking yeah. bonkers. I anyway. think it went from what? Uh, December of 2019 up until July of 2020, I think I yes. read. Um, the one in yeah. particular that okay. everyone's focusing on is the one, I think that's from like February 7th. Basically, Trump's like, <laughs> Woodward asked him, he's like, hey, I, I noticed you downplay the, the virus a lot uh, when you're on TV. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to cause a panic. This thing's extra super deadly and can kill a whole lot of people. I don't want to create a panic. So I downplay it every chance I get. I try and downplay it right. every chance I get. And yeah, you, two things. One, fuck him for like basically admitting to lying on TV daily and fuck Bob Woodward for sitting on this shit for like six months. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely think Bob Woodward takes some brunt of this. I I, I don't, to be honest, I don't know if it would have changed much, changed much without him, with him coming forward with it. Because as you can see now, uh, his press secretary flat out came out and said, he never said that. And it's on voice recording. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it would have mattered, but he definitely should have come forward, I think, and come out with it sooner. But I, and a little bit too, I, I will say I understand the, the point of clearly you're running a country. People people are not going to do well in a panic situation. Right. However, I don't think handling it the way you – of that, the way he did is the right way to do it by saying that, oh, it's not going to hurt us. Oh, it's not going to get here. Oh, it's just going to go away. Like, yeah. that's not okay. I mean – People do look for you. you. You're still the president of the United States. You're still a very highly influential person, as we've seen that mm-hmm. people are going to take medical advice from this yeah, guy, clearly. Apparently. So, Fuck doctors like they it, know shit. Right. Right. <laughs> so even even if by him saying like, hey, guys, obviously this is super contagious. We need to try to make sure that we're social distancing. We're wearing our masks. That way we can kind of get this thing done and over with. You know, he could have handled it calmly still without creating a panic. Absolutely. But it's still, all in your demeanor. But Correct. By, but still doing something about it comparatively to just this whole do nothing. We need the economy to go. Right. And it, at the same time, though, now we're facing an instance where the economy is going to be fucked because we can't get rid of this. Right. You know, Be- because people the, keep saying, yeah. like, yeah, people are continually get sick and the mm-hmm. numbers are continuing to rise. And don't get me wrong. I understand, you know, the deaths are one thing, but I mean, we're talking about I think I was reading 30 percent of people are have are going to have long term um, lung and heart issues because of this. So, yeah. it, it, sure, it may not kill you, but is that something you want to live with? I mean, do it's, you want long term issues? years off people's lives. Correct. 
so at that point, I think it's definitely something you should have done something more about. Right. It, even, even I think, you know, uh, yeah. instead yeah, of just wishing it away and saying, well, you know, they're working on a, they're working on a cure. It's coming real quick. <laughs> so I, I believe I had read that the last time that the quickest vaccine ever made took four years to do Yeah. before this. Now, granted, we have technological advances. We, we also have enormous government grants out there that our tax dollars are paying for I'm for sure, these yeah. corporations Pfizer, to do. I think Pfizer said they yep. might have one by November. Something well, like I think that. I was seeing that Pfizer just shut down their testing in Wisconsin. Shit, really? Why would you? I Well, this is I, this. So this is I heard through the grapevine here. I haven't double checked any of this, but from what I've heard, Apparently, the UK was running a test on the exact same thing, and they had some very bad side effects of it. Oh, shit. So they decided to stop their trial of it. You know, that's one thing that you really just can't rush. You can't rush human trials. Because well, and, and, and here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, obviously, you, you I mean, it's human. So I think what I had read is they were going to be in phase three, and the FDA was talking about. So phase three would be 30,000 people. 15,000 taking the actual vaccine and 15,000 gaining a placebo. Right. Um, but how do you and test at, if at, it at that works? Point, the, you have to just fucking expose well, people to the virus, right? Correct. You're basically, you're going to have to give people COVID to do it. Um, but like at, that, at that point. The ramifications of that, holy shit. Well, I mean, yeah. And it I goes a couple ways here too though, right? It, yeah. So, so basically phase three though, after phase three, it's not even introduced to the public yet, but that's what the government is pushing for. They want this. I, they, I, they, they really want a vaccine by election day. And oh, I'm sure, sure that makes the president look great by having that. But yeah. I don't think it's a realistic option to be able to do that. And by that fact, I'm not sure we're going to have majority of the population signing up to get this thing taken either. No, even with Ivanka Trump saying, I will take the vaccine on the view live on air i'm like right shut the fuck up nobody cares <laughs> you're gonna have I, first dibs really, on the fucking vaccine anyway because your daddy's the president right i i just don't i don't see us i don't see i i'd be surprised if 50 percent of the population went out and got it so even at that point if we're working on typical vaccine yeah. rules we're, we're working on herd immunity right where right. we bank on 99 percent of our population getting this vaccine mm-hmm. so that the people who cannot get vaccinated don't are going to be sick. okay. Right, yeah. But at that point, that doesn't work. Right. And again, it's like it's like the flu. There's multiple strands of it. So we're oh, going to yeah. be guessing every year of which strand to give people. And I know this year in the flu, they guessed wrong. Yep. So we had a spike in the flu cases. I mean, it it's going to be an interesting game played. I, I would I would say that I mean, life as we know it for the foreseeable future is, is changed. Oh, yeah. And right. I think the sooner people get behind that, the better. But that's just me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that camp. I don't want to like, you know, be the soothsayer of doom, but like, uh, it's pretty rare for humans to eradicate viral infections like this. I want to say the only one well, that I know of is, uh, I say even polio is still fucking out there. I think smallpox. smallpox. Well, we had a huge outbreak. We had a huge outbreak of polio this year. Because of the anti-vaccine community, our, our herd immunity is not working as well anymore because right. we have people willingly not taking vaccines. Right. Um, therefore, people who are susceptible to it are going to get it and are going to die. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, it's one of those it, it, anti-vaccine logic really drives me crazy. Just yeah, on the fact that you, it really is. And the thing about <laughs> the guy who who did all the research on it actually lost his medical license over it, it should really change your opinion about it but right. i you know yeah 
like the medical journal do? that he wrote that article in was like later came back like nope this is all wrong everything he said was wrong here are the correct things and nobody gave two shits right yep nope i hear you speaking of things that are wrong and telling the public that the president in a rally in north carolina told residents to uh Ah, yeah don't only don't not only vote by mail you know what also vote in person too so the president encouraged people in north carolina to commit voting fraud which is really funny because I think I had read a quote from him saying that Republicans would never try to vote twice because that's <laughs> against the rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then the worst part is... Um, God, this oh, is like, Bill Barr? Uh, yeah, fucking Bill Barr basically is like, oh, there's a... I don't know if there's a law against that. And everyone's like, what the yeah. fuck? You are he, like the he, country's he, top lawyer. You should know this. The dude, the dude asked him the question five times and he just kept trying to play it off and play it off. But, okay, so let me ask you this here. If if you're if you're one of Donald Trump's guys and you know how quickly Donald will turn on people who turn on him, yeah, right. Like I'll, I mean, he straight up fires people for whatever he wants. How do you handle a situation like that where you clearly know he fucked up? Yeah, you know. But what are you supposed to do? Because you know he'll just fucking can you just berate belittle you? Yeah, yeah. So what do you what are you supposed to do? So basically, you're in a position where either you flat out lie to the American people to to appease the almighty. Trump, but right. I, it puts you in a shitty situation. But maybe, maybe he doesn't give a fuck. Oh, I well, mean, based I don't on know. some of the things we've seen from Bill Barr, Bill Barr one hundred percent has the president's back because he knows what side of the bread he's buttered on. Like, he, well, he's yeah. his dude. He's like, yeah, I, I got your fucking back, man. Because um, he <sighs> recently stepped crazy. in on a, uh, yeah, a civil this suit is against the president. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> I. It's it's wild to think that the United States government is trying to back the president in a civil suit. Right. And for everybody out there who wants to play the whole, I don't like Joe Biden because he has sexual assault allegations against him. What is this suit for again, Jordan? Uh, this was for a rape. A rape that oh, happened, okay. I believe, oh, on an oh. airplane. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, then, and so, now we're spending... <sighs> government dollars and government resources defending the president from a civil rape case. Just in case you guys don't understand what that means. Those are your tax dollars. That is correct. Going to be used for that. And even more egregiously, uh, the courts have asked the president, hey, you know, you can easily disprove all of these allegations. Give us some of your DNA. And the president basically said, fuck you. I'm not giving it to you. Well, in true fashion, um, just like he has done with everything, every time there's an allegation brought against him, every time that he is in trouble for something, he will tie it up in court. He will yep. say it's not true, make it a witch, call it a witch hunt, deflect, whatever he deflect, wants to say. Deflect. Def- yeah, outside of, and I guess this is just me, but if I'm innocent of something and someone's accusing me of something as strong as rape, like, fuck yeah, take the DNA Absolutely. all day long. Yeah, if you um, know you're you, innocent. You know, and you have proof right. of your innocence, give it up. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the impeachment trials, if you're innocent, just prove you're innocent then. Because if, yeah. if you're as innocent as you say you are, um, you and you no can clear problem. your name, then do yeah. it. You <laughs> can't be telling people they can't testify who are subpoenaed. Because, uh, right. I mean, that's against the law. But I mean, if you were I innocent guess, and you had people that knew you were innocent and had firsthand knowledge of so, 
I would be like shoving them into the courtroom. Be like, yeah, go fucking tell the truth. Tell them I'm innocent. Uh, It's so funny. I mean, this whole thing has become such a, just a scam in terms of like, we have all these people who were subpoenaed to testify against them, refused to do it, but now they all have books out and it's like, it's weird, right? You know, I really want to believe you because I, I really want to believe you. However, you had your chance to do it in court and really do it. But instead you chose to make a fucking dollar off of it, you know? By the way, Michael Bolton, if you're ever listening to this, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you, you really fucked up, man. (laughs) You mustache prick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Oh, man. Fucking guy. That's awesome. All right. Let's see what else. Ooh. Ooh, go ahead. If you got something. I was going to say, I got a small sports one for you whenever, you're, whenever you dun, want dun, it. Dun, 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 sports. Yeah. All right. So clearly, as we've all seen, we've had the start of our NFL season. Football is upon um, us. Football is upon us. A little bit different this year, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Only five NFL teams having fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kickoff to the NFL season, though, was in Kansas City for Kansas City versus Houston, where they had about 13,000 people. Ooh. Um, That's a lot. Which... It's it is, but I mean, at, at a stadium that can hold fifty, sixty thousand, you've got okay. a fair amount to. Um, and then masks were required um, I'm sure if you were weren't eating or drinking. Group people together that like rode together and stuff like that. <sighs> I'm sure. I mean, when you look at the stands too, they were fairly well grouped. But okay. Um, so to start the game off, obviously they're they're really trying to give the players, I mean, um, their voice with everything going on in the world. Yeah. Right now. Um, and you, we've actually had Roger Goodell himself come out and say that he was wrong with Colin Kaepernick and he should have listened to him from I mean, the get go. So I think he's really, yeah, a little too, little too late <laughs> if you ask me, but it is, it is, but we have this movement going right now. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, why not take the opportunity? Well jump on the bandwagon. Let's go. Well, the funny thing about Roger Goodell though, is, is he's hired by the owners. The owners choose, get to, get to decide his oh. contract. Okay. Who would be a, a bunch of rich white men? So the fact that he's even going this, I would like say, is a the pretty Jerry big Joneses step. Of the, world. the Jerry Jones is granted. Jerry Jones is a very uh, <laughs> volatile one, but yeah. I, well, I would say the I'm fact sorry. that he's not being a super sports no, you're guy. Fine. He's the one that jumps out in my mind is like old white guy that owns a football team. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is. But uh, the fact that he's done this, I'm not going to say he's done a great job because he has that uh, opportunity. But yeah. at the same time, he. I, obviously, you got to remember who you work for. So the fact that he's doing what he is now, I would say, is a, a pretty good kudos to the guy for at least saying, hey, I made a mistake. And I, I can respect that, that you say you made a mistake, especially the time of Colin Kaepernick, where um, I, I, w- I don't want to say a majority of sports fans thought he was full of shit. But I mean, uh, a good portion of white people would yeah. say that it was bullshit. I would I would say so, like a good I, 60% thought that like, you know what? No, fuck this guy. Right. So the fact the fact that you have him now saying that I I can give him his kudos for that. Yeah. But you you had um, obviously I think we're going to see a lot of kneeling for the national anthem. But we we did see on Thursday night the Houston Texans stayed in the locker room for the national anthem. So did um, the Packers. I the, heard they did, and we'll get to that. So <laughs> we had a af, after they came on the field, we had a moment of silence, and I couldn't help but hear the boos coming from the stands. Yeah. And well, you know, it kind of kind of upset up. me. Yeah. Well, you know, from 13,000 people comparatively to 50, I shouldn't be able to hear it that loud. But True. yes, I do hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, 
and then of course, like you said, we had the Green Bay Packers who also yeah. did the same thing. And um, the um, general manager for the Packers has actually released a statement that they wanted to stand in unity as one team to stay in the locker room. That was the team decision they made. And I can respect the team decision they made yeah. to do that. I do. I do. However, take issue with everybody on Facebook who mm. wants to say that w- we want to escape from life and just watch sports. I don't want to hear about this political nonsense, you know, uh, because of the fact that if you had the stage to do this, you would stand up for things that you thought were right and wrong. And to that fact, if you think that these guys should just go to work and entertain you, um, do you not talk about these things at work? Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Are before you 9-11, to... players... Right. Right. Bef- before 9-11, um, the national anthem was done without players on the field. Yeah. So After this is this is a fairly... This big, like, star-spangled America. Yeah. Right. You just want to see know, people play... Yeah, I, I get yeah, it. Well... It, it irritates me because you have everybody on there. It's just like, well, you know, they should just play football. That's what they're there to do, you know. But yet here you are on Facebook sharing political views on a website that was intended to keep college people in touch. Right. So you're not really using that for its designated purpose either. <laughs> well, it, it, it honestly is very irritating because it, God damn it. If they have a they have a stage to use their voice, let them use it. If you right. don't want to listen to it, then don't listen to it. Are they not allowed um, to voice their opinions in this free country? Well, and that's, I think you'll hear from a fair amount of veterans will tell you that, you know what, if you don't like it, that's fine because we, you know, fought for the freedom for you to be upset about it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we fought for the freedom for them to be able to voice and protest Absolutely. peacefully. And that, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was browsing Facebook the other day and, uh, I, I happen to look, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, I don't know if you see where this is going, but uh, I'm Glenn sure. Berthman, my, our, uh, <laughs> my our our favorite favorite congressperson from Wisconsin. Just kidding, yeah. he was a dirtbag. Um, posted something yeah. about you're like, oh, the start of the NFL season. I'll be watching the Packers, and you know, oh, like yeah, what I would consider a really bland like post about like, hey, I'm watching football. Hope you enjoy your day. Like something that, right. in essence, should offend nobody. And pe- man, did people have their jimmies rustled? They were really pissed. They're like, "Wow, Ben, I can't believe you watch." And I'm gonna do a direct quote here of one I did read. I can't believe you watch those BLM Marxists on the NFL. <laughs> like, what? Are you serious right now? Like uh, I, I do it, know a lot of people who are upset, away. who are upset by this. They are upset that the fact that they do just want to watch football because it is escape for them. However, the football is still there. Mm-hmm. This is nothing different. I mean, sure they have um, different. You know, they're, they're allowed to wear um, a statement on the back of their helmets or yeah. a person's name on the back of their helmets um, of someone who is a victim of police brutality, as they said, but. It, it's no different. I mean, on veteran during the veteran, I mean, we have new jerseys every year for Veterans Day. Right. We have um, throwback jerseys they, they, and, and all that. Yeah, stuff. I. It, it's just not normal for you guys for those people. So it's not they don't care. Right. And the problem I see is, especially around here, we're going. We live in the state of Wisconsin. A lot of us are from rural areas. So to think about um, what's happening in the world right now, I think is very hard for a lot of people to reflect on. Yeah. Be, just based on the fact that. It doesn't they happen don't come in my from town. a community, yeah. right? So I mean, it's very hard to believe things that you don't that you don't see, right? right. I mean, it, it's 
and I know we've talked about this before, but <laughs> I, 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 true, I truly think that's where it comes from. Yep. I think if a lot of these people could get out into some bigger cities and see um, how life actually is for a lot of the minorities, they wouldn't necessarily believe that it is the way it is. Right. Uh, or, or believe the same perspective they're sharing now. Yes. C- comparatively, I mean, if you grew if you grew up in a small rural town in Wisconsin where everybody is white, of course everybody has a fair shake. Of course nothing is wrong um, because it's all white people. There are no black right. families. Yeah, uh, you and I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. Uh, there was like what, yeah, maybe yep. three or four black people in our town, and that was it. So, I mean, I mean, we had the Van Cleves. Right. That we had, we had the one family, and, and don't get me wrong, they were, They're um, They're nice. I would say, very well, very well liked in school. Um, they were, yes, I never had any issues. I played basketball with them um, mm-hmm. quite a bit, even through the summers and stuff like that. We kept yeah. in touch. We played basketball together and stuff. And, I mean, yeah, they were great. Um, but yeah, I would say it's, it's got to be hard. And even I don't know, I, it kind of makes you wonder to that aspect as well as, you know, as a as a black family when you grow up in a predominant if you're the only black family in a white right. community how is it how is it at that point is it is it a matter of like you're most sort of the token black family so it's all right. fun and games and no one really cares or is it are you truly bearing the brunt of all of this racist and pent-up aggression right yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. i guess i guess from talking to them i didn't get that vibe from them right but i i don't like, know i didn't i never really got into it that deep with them um, yeah uh, about it, it, that kind it of could stuff be one of those where they feel like they're insulated and, and inoculated right. against it because they're like because i've even heard um so for full clarity my my father-in-law is is african-american um that's my wife's yes. stepfather um and and i would hear the weirdest things said about him like people like they're like oh you know you know him and i'm like oh yeah yeah i know him he's my uh my father-in-law and it's like oh isn't he just one of the good ones and i'm like it's one of those where you stop for a second you're like did did I just hear what I think I fucking heard? Like what you the did, shit? but what I mean, mean you got the good ones. The fuck does that supposed well, the, to mean? It means that the media shows them all these bad things happening in Milwaukee, where um, black people or people of color are shooting people or doing right. this and that, and that's all they know about it. Though that's all they know of black people. Right. They don't. They don't. They don't have the experience to know that that's not what it is. You no. Know? Uh, yeah. All you have is the media telling you this, and I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, I was like, "Oh man, this is real scary stuff. We gotta make sure we never go to Milwaukee." <laughs> right. But you know, as you by the way, go to Milwaukee. It's up, a gorgeous town. It really is. It's highly up, segregated, though, just, but it's gorgeous. It is. Uh, as you grow up, and you if you get the chance to experience the world and get out and integrate yourself amongst other cultures, it is not all the media tells you it is. No. Which, but again, you know how many people in our town leave? <laughs> you and I, and I, it's maybe a handful <laughs> beyond that, and that's about it. And we I mean, didn't go I mean, far. Most, <laughs> I mean, you went way farther no, than I did, but we still, well, for, we still for live, a sh- yeah. short time period, but no, I mean, we do. But about, the difference is we what, made 40 it. 40 minutes from our, our hometown there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh. But I mean, the difference is we got out, we experienced, we were able to see things differently comparatively to, you know, going back. And um, I mean, I would say it's even hard trying to talk to some of my friends from high school because um, uh, they, they don't, and I don't want to say they don't share this. Well, I will say they don't share the same views. And, <laughs> and some of this stuff is, it's not really something that for me is willing to be compromised about. Right. You can't say that it's, these people it, don't deserve rights because they absolutely do. I mean, you could say whatever you want, but I, you yeah, can say whatever you, you want. You're still wrong, though. 
<laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, we're not going to bring any names up here, but I mean, we did have that great Facebook encounter with someone the other day where that he had said that black people get the right to vote. They can own land. And it's just a matter of like, wow, we have given them basic human rights, I guess. <laughs> right? So we should be proud of that. Us. We did so great. I, I mean, man, how, how great are we? Yeah. I think it was We're an ML Queen amazing. quote that was something like, you know, uh, rights are never granted from the oppressors. They're always fought for and won. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is one of the, you, you don't just like fucking is, get shit for free. You got to fight for it. This is one of the things that always pisses me off going around right now is people are like, you know, why can't they just do like Martin Luther King did? You know, he did it the right way. Martin Luther King broke the goddamn law. A bunch of times. However, a bunch of times. However, it's the normal for you growing up. So it seems like it's fine. Right. But he still broke the law for his time frame. He did a lot of, you know, he shook the cage. He rattled that motherfucker. Absolutely. You want you want to hear some crazy shit that I heard recently that blew my brain wide open? Goddamn right I do. You ready for this? When you think of it. the civil rights era, picture it in your head. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? Like the footage from then. Oh, I mean, fire hoses, dogs. Right. Um, but it's in black and white, right? It's in black and white, yeah. They had color cameras then. Huh. A lot of the footage we see yeah. has been decolorized to make it seem <laughs> to older. make it seem nice. That was that's great. Not even a lifetime ago. Yeah. 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 It it's fucked up, man. It's this really is, this is why up. we drink in podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I could use it right. right now. <laughs> anyway, do you oh, want to move on to the deep dive for the week? I would love to move on the to the week deep or dive. however many weeks we go between episodes. We're, I mean, we've been on like a month here. It's, <sighs> yeah. it's, it's been too long. It's been a crazy month. Um, anyway, Brandon. Yeah. What does fascism mean to you? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Fascism. Fascism. Well, I would say racism. Okay. Um, Nazis. Okay. I would say... I would say more of a tyranny. Okay. I would put in there, you know, I, I guess those yeah. would be the, the three, three main things I would say. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to start off by reading the, uh, the Wikipedia definition of fascism, by the way, don't okay. use Wikipedia. You know what? You know what? Fuck Wikipedia. I'm going to use the Merriam Webster's version of fascism because I'm sure if we oh, talk God. about Wikipedia, people are going to like jump all over our ass about it. It's not a reliable source. Well, you know. <laughs> all yeah. right. Fascism is a political philosophy movement or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation, and forcible suppression of opposition. And I kind of want to focus on those last four words, forcible suppression of opposition. So, uh, all right, we've, we've talked at length before about all of the stuff going on in Portland, right? Yep, yep. Um, and I know we didn't cover it in this podcast because that could be a whole episode on its own about all of the unrest that's happened in uh, Kenosha recently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, yep. the more and more I think about it, and the more and more I see stuff on the news, the more and more I think, holy shit, is is the U.S. 
is the U.S. fascist? Because I'm starting to think <sighs> it is, at least a little bit. We are we are divided into two very distinct groups right now, I'd say. And, and, and to find somebody who is middle ground would be very difficult, I think. Um, yeah. I, w- I would just, totally agree just, with you on that. We, um, we've become so with, polarized. Yes. I, so to start off with the Kenosha, we had the um, shooting of Jacob. I think Blake. his name was Jacob, correct? Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Yes. Yep. Um, obviously, there's still a lot of information still coming in on that. Um, I, I can I, I watched the video one time, but I, it's it's mm-hmm. it's becoming too hard for me to watch people get shot. Uh, I just yeah, I don't care to see it anymore. It's a fucking gut wrenching thing to watch. So this one this one was harder for me than I would say the George Floyd case um just in terms of i i understand that he was placed under arrest i understand that um the officer had tried to tase him already so i i I understand i understand the frustration and outcoming from that point of view Um, i understand in in reference to george or jacob no to, to jacob blake okay um i understand that he had warrants for his arrest and i understand that um, and I do understand too, that I believe he told them he was going to get, you know, and, and this is one I, depending on who you talk to, what you read, right. I've heard that he was going to get a gun from his car and he told him he was going to grab his gun. I've heard that he had a knife in his hand, which I haven't seen. And I, I thought the, the, the one thing I find the most is that he said he had a knife in his car. He was going to get, and, and see, I had, I've heard a conflicting thing that said he was going to check on his kids that were in the car. Sure. So right because, now we have a bunch of different things. And yeah. so ulti- ultimately the end result though, is you have an officer who shoots him in the back, fired seven times. I don't think all seven of them hit him, um, right. but he is paralyzed from the waist down. Right. It's, it's um, amazing he it, survived it, at all because he was shot correct. like point blank. So we have, we have the thing of here of um, we have an officer who is fearful of a threat, right? He, yep. He's obviously been, Try, we've tried to arrest him. We've tried to tase him to subdue him. It's not working. Mm-hmm. He's going to his car. You don't know what he's grabbing, right? right. At that point, it, it could be a gun. You don't, you're not sure. Right. However, the, the, the thing that strikes me is that when you shot him the seven times in the back, you had your hand on him. Right. And that's where it gets difficult for me. Like there, because there's, there's no distance to close. You're already there. Not to mention, I know you had more than one police officer there. Yeah, I, I think you, in the video, I counted at least two, if not okay. more. So you have other weapons at your disposal. You have pepper spray. Yep. Um, those those tasers, the, the tips come off and you can contact tase with them. Correct. Um, as far as I so know, if, and I'm pretty if, sure. You know, for a point of reference, for those of you that have seen uh, the movie The Hangover, Zach Galifianakis gets shot with the long range taser and then they come up close and they zap him on the neck and he goes down like a ton of bricks. Yes. Um, Not to mention, and granted, I've never been through police training in terms of uh, what they go through the academy, but I I guess I was always under the impression that they did learn some takedowns as well. Yeah. If, If you were close, if you were close enough to have your hands on him, why not do that instead? Now, don't get me wrong. And this is the part that's hard because until we're able to replace police officers with robots, robots that act perfectly, <laughs> right? Mistakes are going to happen. People are going to make mistakes. And the thing in this situation that is hard though, is that when you make a mistake at your job, it could cost someone their life. Right. Um, and, and what's granted, the phrase that, that I have seen championed a bunch of times 
Every time the cop kills somebody, they always say, like, well, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Right. Which, if if you're going out every day at your job afraid of dying, you know what? Maybe get a different job. Yes. No, and, and again, this is the part that's hard, though, is 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 I I find it difficult to fault the guy for making a decision like that when he probably is afraid. He's probably never been in a situation like this before. Right. Kenosha is, um, but for those I, of you I that think, don't know, Kenosha is not a very big town. No, I, I think this is why it's so important to stress that training is what needs to improve with police officers mm-hmm. um, and weeding out people that don't belong. Because Absolutely. not everybody, you, you may want a job, but it doesn't mean you're you're the right fit for it. You know, it's kind of the same as being a leader and a follower. I don't, I don't think you can be trained to be a leader. You, you either have it or you don't. Right. Um, you know, some people are, I mean, uh, your wife is one of them. She She's is. a natural born leader. She is. Um, Good so grief. that woman yeah. could command army. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's not something that's learned. It's just something you have. It's, it's, it's a moxie about you, you know, that yeah. makes people want to listen to you. They, they want to follow what you do. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 and I don't know that jobs are, are, you know, are too much different in terms of like, yeah, you, you maybe want to do this, but it doesn't mean you're the best at it. Right. And again, unfortunately, with being a police officer, it is difficult. We ask them to do so much. There's so much we expect Way them to too do. Much. For somebody who has a two-year degree and a small training at an academy. Right. Um, like, I, I would think very, they spend I would more very time much, uh, like, with doing like weapons drills than they do right. really anything else. Right now, and, and I was and I was you talking. Realize, you know what like, I? That's when you realize I'm like, oh my god, they're not training them to be like, you know, to diffuse situations and to you know learn interpersonal skills and to like recognize when you know someone's about to be aggressive and this and that and and like de-escalation and all that. No, they're literally just training people to go and be like walking guns out on the streets. Right. Right. And I think it makes it hard for somebody, especially if you are one of those people who wants to get in there to do good, right? To be in a to be in a culture of that because it does not allow you um, to do that. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, your peers will judge you based on it. Right. Um, if your peers are all walking zombies wanting to do this, and you want to be the one guy who says, "You know what, guys? We should probably not do this." We saw it in the George Floyd case. Yep, that's how you uh, get one, blackballed. The, you get the one kid who said, Hey, department hates you. Right. We, you know, you had that one kid who told him, he said, Hey, he doesn't have a pulse. We should probably roll him over. And the, the, uh, sergeant told him, no, we're going to leave him here. Yeah. You know, uh, you could say that, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. It's, it's a, it's a tough time. I, I would say not only to be a black person, um, just because of the fear, but you know, I'd say to be a police officer too, because not all police are bad but we have these bad apples making every cop look bad. Right. It, it so takes it definitely ones, doesn't help. Th- yeah. The good ones have yeah, to speak I mean, up for sure. Right. Now, granted, I will say this because obviously, you know, my poli- my father was a police officer for 20 years. So I grew up much differently um, than I would say a lot of other people. But in terms of like, I, I always felt that um, the mutual love between police officers in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I also think it's different now compared to when we were kids. I think police and granted, you know, I probably had blinders on just based on my situation, but right. in our small community, I remember police officers just showing up to watch um, baseball games, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. When I was a kid, they would just show up and they, I, I miss the community 
the connection between the community and them that we had, because ultimately I think that's what we want, right? We want to, we want right. to be able to feel that they, they are a safe space and that they're going to help us with our problems if something ever happens. Right. And I just don't think, I don't think that's there right now. Um, In fact, I, I, I was I talking, s- oh, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say, I, there's a guy in the gym I talked to and, and he's a uh, PO officer who works at, and he works at the prison too, part-time, but yep. we, we have differing views on this stuff, but it's really great to kind of hear his perspective on a lot of this stuff because mm-hmm. obviously he's a little closer to it than I am, but right. it's, um, it's very interesting to hear what he has to say about this from, from that perspective, because I, I, I can tell at the end of the day, his goal is harmony. Um, that, and I think a lot of police officers, ultimately what they want is harmony with their community because I mean, those are the people who are supposed to support you. Right. Um, and vice versa. Absolutely. I think I heard something along the lines of like most police officers that serve in a town don't live in that town. And I think that's kind of a problem. Like, like well, when you I get to like bigger lot, cities and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, they'll live yes, in the, the suburbs would, or, you know, out of city limits yes. and out of all that jazz. I'm like, no, you should live in the town where you work that way, you know, that's how you don't get something like what happened in Portland and you have police just fucking batoning people. And they're like, I can't do that. That guy's lives two blocks down from me. I know him. Right. <laughs> and granted, it's a probably a lot easier to do that in a bigger city where you're probably not going to know anybody. But I mean, if it were a situation like that were to happen in Reedsburg, most everybody in Reedsburg knows who the cops are. Um, and chances I mean, are the cops know majority of the people. Absolutely. I want to say back in high school, I could basically i mean you probably could but i had i've had no connection <laughs> to the police officer i could basically name every single police officer like first and last name like i just knew them oh yeah i mean we'd see them out and about i mean they were normal people I, and i would say when we were in high school was probably when things were starting to turn differently at our police department yeah um in terms of the people they were being brought in um you know comparatively well like i said when we were kids but again maybe that's just me seeing it differently right Um, yeah i get what you're saying yeah but yeah so fascism (laughs) Uh, (laughs) my bad yeah yeah no it's okay hey tangents are allowed tangents are allowed (laughs) that was a good one forcible suppression of opposition um we we saw it happen in portland we we saw it happen in uh in kenosha uh we had we're seeing it in kenosha yeah absolutely Yep. Um, yep. So what what made me think of this recently was, so I don't know if you've heard about this. The protests are obviously still going on in Portland. Um, like within a couple days of each other, uh, we had that whole thing with Kyle Rittenhouse shooting the protesters. Yep. Um, yep. And the president's like, oh, you know, I'm sure he's a nice kid. You know, we'll see what we can do to help him out. I'm like, are you serious? The kid fucking you know, allegedly air quotes fucking shot like three people killing two of them. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And well, like, this is where it gets difficult. And like, two because days, obviously it, I was oh, saying sorry, like go two ahead. days later, um, out in Portland, there was this, uh, ultra right guy, you know, confronting protesters And he, the dude like says some shit to somebody. He whips out a can of bear mace, and the the leftist protester whip, pulls out a pistol and shoots the guy twice in the chest, killing him. And do you want to know what happened just a couple days ago? What happened? Federal marshals stormed the dude's house, arrested him. Or actually, no, 
sorry that would have been the good ending no they fucking shot and killed that guy because he had weapons oh yeah like you do like you do so yeah (sighs) everyone rants and raves about like antifa violence i'm like well guys like right right wing violent extremists have killed literally hundreds of people in the past decade alone um antifa can claim uh, let me count on both hands here one they can count one guy killed by an Antifa dude. So I and think he it got violently murdered for it. Like I no think the rest, hard. Yeah. It's just <laughs> the dichotomy. The written, blows me away. The, the written house thing was going to, was going to draw some lines, right? We were going to yeah. have a slippery slope drawn, no matter how we played this. Right. So obviously we, we live in the state of Wisconsin, which yep. does have the, the castle law for self-defense, right? Yes. Um, which is going to allow you to defend yourself or your property. Yep. Um, I already see where you're someone. going with this, and I love it. Right. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna defend ourselves from someone or or um, who is threatening our life. Right. So yeah. going back to the written house thing, we say that he initially we'll start this off this way. Right. The kid's seventeen. Yep. So in the state of Wisconsin, it's illegal to possess that rifle. Um, open carrying, I would say, but this is really, I know the courts are really trying to push for that he could possess it for hunting purposes, which I don't know what he's hunting outside of people. Hunting in uh, city but, limits at night? <laughs> right. I don't think that's going to so, fly. Right. So there, there, there's the first one. The second one here is that he is stationed outside of a used car lot protecting the cars, which under the castle law would not protect you from. Right. You cannot protect someone else's property. Yeah. In because that situation, he drove up from Illinois. Correct. Got a gun from his buddy who lives in Wisconsin. So no gun was brought across straight state lines, but he did get a gun from his buddy in Wisconsin here. That was not um, his. So the thing that's happening here now is we we kind of have this weird place within the within the castle law in terms of um, he does have to do everything possible to avoid danger, which we saw that he tried to run away mm-hmm. um, from this guy. Now the thing that's gonna kind of dictate this is when they talk to witnesses in terms of what was said to this guy first because i know this guy was uh, from what i can understand he was a looter quote instead yep. of a protester and he was going to damage cars um I, I don't know what rittenhouse said to him but that could dictate the way this entire case goes because if he stirs the pot enough right to 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 do this the castle law will not protect you if you have if you have in, if you have started this instigated right. this situation he, that would basically be him inciting violence right correct yeah yes so we did see we did see him run away and we're saying we were having a report he he shot this guy after the guy tried to take his gun away from him right so we have we have the claim coming of self defense right mm-hmm. so so he, the the main question that gets, that I pose is does him being underage him illegally carrying remove his right of self-defense right and i'm not a lawyer so i and have I, no idea I, I think it's i just think it's an interesting way to go because depending on how this gets ruled could be a very slippery slope for other cases because oh, yeah. at that at that point where do we draw the line in terms of well he broke the law but he doesn't lose his right to self-defense absolutely so the scary um, thing about cases like this isn't you know whether Kyle Rittenhouse gets off with murder or doesn't get off with murder, whatever. The scary right. thing about it's this, the implications. it's setting precedent for future yes, cases. Yes, and I'm sure as you saw, we we had the guy like you said in Portland who at that point who would entice who entice someone and then bear maced him and then he mm-hmm. ended up getting shot for it. Yeah, um, and then was violently so killed that, by federal marshals. 
Right. Now, I don't know what the laws are in Portland in terms of um, concealed carry or defending yourself because every state's different. Right, which is but another nightmare. It, yeah, I mean, this case very well could be another George Zimmerman case, so it's going to send shockwaves through the United States in mm-hmm. terms of the way our gun laws are written. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if we all remember George Zimmerman, he was told not to pursue this person and did <laughs> like, it anyway. Yet he's explicitly told not to pursue him. And he's right, like, well, and he still got off, he was though. fucking Batman. And that's the problem, really, right. is we have a whole bunch of well, people that think they're fucking Batman. And this is the kind of the other scary part is, is if we if we allow this to happen, we allow people to do this and vigilante it, right? If we allow the Batmans out there, um, as great as great as a real-life Batman sounds, it really <laughs> allows people to, to do what they want in terms of their own agenda and then say they were helping the police officers right. or helping do this. And have which, fucking zero repercussions. And there's zero repercussions for it, you know? So it, it's it's a scary, slippery slope to go down. And I mean, yeah. I'm sure Rittenhouse has already got the NRA lawyers on his side. Oh, yeah. He's already got well, he's, a lot. He's, was it, like, there's GoFundMes out there that have, he's, like, got over a million dollars in fucking GoFundMes and shit. Um, right. And as far so, as, like, the Portland so here, guy here, goes, the president goes on Fox News and, and they ask him, like, oh, did you, you know, it's, yeah, the guy that shot that dude in Portland, how terrible is that, right? He's like, yeah, well, we sent federal marshals over and they handled that situation really quick. You know, yeah. And the the exact quote that like fucking blew my gasket goes, there has to be retribution. I'm like, what the fuck does that supposed to mean? Because he killed wow. one of your supporters, I would say yep. in self-defense, Um, you have to retribute that? That just seems yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, to me. how does the old uh, mom movie saying going go? You send one of ours to the hospital, we send one of yours to the morgue. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a scary precedent to set. It's gonna. It, I mean, the lines are drawn as they are right now, and it, people have sides, and it's gonna be it's gonna be scary. Yeah. I, I'm not looking forward to this next election because I think no matter how it gets played out something something's not going to go right yeah. i did see roger stone today had made a oh, saying that if you that guy. I hate that did, guy you, did so you see much. what he said yes but repeat it for our it, audience please if you lose the election just institute martial law yeah and and man uh, doesn't that just sound like fascism to you well the thing is is that these militias right we have all these militias that are here under our constitution legally right they're mm-hmm. they're here because um yep to protect the people and well, I mean, martial law is one of those for the longest time uh, the united states just didn't have a standing military because you right. know why would we so so the thing is here right is you have it martial law instituted you would think that in my opinion i would think that a lot of these militias would already be activated because the way i see it is okay we had lockdown the people in kenosha they were supposed to be under lockdown right so they're not supposed to be out of their houses right yeah there was a curfew and so. I, I, I understand that, but when you're using that as an argument for why people were killed, I don't find that okay. Considering that Kyle not that long ago, breaking curfew too, right? But if we look back, not that long ago, the state was under a lockdown, and we had people storming capitals with guns, right? Um, And things worked a little differently at that point because when guns are involved in a protest, it tends to change the game. Now, my question here is: is if you're a militia and your true your true purpose is to uphold the Constitution of the United States? Why aren't you out there at these protests um, and being the buffer? Why aren't you saying, hey, they have the right to protest right now. Mm -hmm. You guys, police officers, aren't going to do shit about it because it's their right to do so under the Constitution. Right. 
And you could and you could easily handle the looters at that point because when guns are out there, they're not going to do shit. No, no, the they're going to see the that game changes. Gonna, yeah, absolutely. Like they, that's the thing about these like hard, you know, these mil, you know, militant patriots, as I've always seen them call themselves. I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, this, I protect this country no matter what. I'll do anything for this country. I'm like, okay, cool. Do, right. do you want to? you know, allow these people to protest something that you may or may not agree with. No, fuck them. They're Marxist commies. I'm like, what are you? Sh- they're still Americans and deserve to have their voice heard. Like what the shit, man? Like I, I would say no matter what, I mean, even, even the COVID protests, I thought they were dumb, but I yeah. understand it's your right to do yeah. so. Um, I get it. I don't it, agree with it, but you're allowed to do it. Absolutely, but I'm I'm saying if you if you're gonna if you're gonna claim to be a militia and you're here to uphold the Constitution, then fucking do it. Right. Um. Go go out there and make sure these people have their voices heard. You, you may do. not agree with what they have to yeah. say, but people are dying, and the Constitution is not being upheld, and that's yeah. what you're here for, right? You that's don't what you get formed to under. Cherry pick the Constitution. Well, I mean, you know, it's not the Bible. Well, but yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast I, episode. I, yeah, I, I digress. That's true. It, it irritates me though. It irritates me because you know you you're supposed to be a good thing for us. You're supposed you're 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 allowed to be here, and yep. and you you could do good things. You train, you do all this, but when you put yourself with your own agenda and and you set your own sides, at that point you just become an extension of the military. Right. You're not you're not here for the people at that point because the people the people are being oppressed. Whether whether you agree with them, what they're protesting for or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. The Constitution is still being broken at that point, right. we, especially when we're going to let people run around and shoot each other who are just random citizens. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and if you watch some of the videos, like you'll see Kyle Rittenhouse like walking towards the police, hands in the air, with right. his, like he's got his rifle on a strap. Um, the police roll right. up to him and say, hey, we heard somebody's hurt. Do you know where he is? And Kyle points down the road and they're like, cool, thanks. And they just roll right fucking past him. And everyone's shouting like, right. it was him. He did it. Right. And they're like, well, oh, and the other whatever. things I've heard. So I've heard he called his friend after it and told him that he killed somebody. Um, it, 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 kind of another question here, though, too, is so if we're going to if we're going to let's let's say we let the, the first one go with self-defense, right? We're, we're going to say that yeah. it gets well, proven self-defense. Fir- the first one's arguable. I can give you that one. It's the, so what do we do with yeah. this? The second guy, right? Because mm-hmm. let's play both sides to this, right? We're going to play both sides. If you're Kyle Rittenhouse, you just killed somebody in self-defense we're, we're gonna say it that way right and now someone else is attacking you because they're so like, at that point holy shit i just saw that dude fucking kill somebody yep so from his perspective he just saw somebody shoot somebody and he's like dude i gotta fucking do something right um so so where do you play the line at that point where, where do we draw the line of it's still self-defense comparatively to i i don't think this guy is just attacking people for nothing but if you're at a if you're at a protest and someone just starts popping shots and you see him kill someone, I would I would think that someone is going to do something. Absolutely. Um, so do we let do we still get to claim self defense on that second one? Or or what do we say on that? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Because That's... if if you're if you're if you're in Rittenhouse's corner, sure, I could see how you could try to play that. Yeah, he was being attacked again. But this this skateboard guy, he had he didn't do anything. He didn't, you know, he saw someone get shot and decided right. to try to do something. Most of the time, we claim them as heroes. To put to um, put it in militia terms, he saw threat and he opted to neutralize it. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, if that's how we're going to go with Blake and everybody else, right? You neutralize the threat, right? Um, I mean, but it depends on how you want to spin it, right? It, 
it's it's a tough one. If you're going to claim self defense, I, I I don't. I, I, the second one gets a little foggier, and then the third one even so. Right. If you want to claim that this guy was illegally carrying a weapon, and that's your big beef with him, well, so was Rittenhouse. Technically, yeah, they both were. So at that at that point, your argument is kind of invalid. So if you're gonna if you're gonna nullify this guy's whole thing about pulling a pistol because he was illegal carrying, then I guess we should get Rittenhouse for murder because he was illegally carrying. Yeah. And, and I but feel it, like that's, it really just yeah, that's the thing that this court case is really going to decide is like, does, you know, as as people have want to say, like, does one um, does one. So so say you're doing something. Does you breaking a law nullify the good thing you were trying to do? Well, and that's the hard thing about it, because it's going to it's going to, like you said, set precedents going down the road of what right. we allow and what what is to happen. You know, yeah. what, what if someone is what if someone's robbing a convenience store and they come out and someone tries to stop them and he shoots them? But right. I was defending my life, mm-hmm. protecting myself, you know, my right Absolutely. to defend myself. Yeah, I broke the law a minute ago, but it's fine now. Mm-hmm. I don't waive the right to that. Yeah. You know, in most cases, we probably call that murder. I would say most reasonable people would, but. You know, if you hire a good enough lawyer. Well, like I said, I'm sure NRA has got their money down there and oh, they're yeah, sure. doing everything they can to make sure that this kid gets off. But just, oh, yeah, some, some of the memes I saw were just fucking sickening. It, it's not great. I don't love it because the fact is we're dehumanizing people as a whole. And even, yeah. even Rittenhouser is a human being. Uh, so I don't, I even don't want to dehumanize him because he's still a person. Um, when we start dehumanizing people is when we can start making light of the fact that we we're killing each other. Right. Um, and it's, it's sickening in that aspect yeah. that we're, we're making it okay for us to kill each other. And this is, and this is the part that really, this is the one, you know, and I know me and you have talked about this mm-hmm. um, extensively just in our personal conversations, but th- this one in particular really scared me personally in terms of how far are willing pe- people willing to go? Um, yeah. Especially when this election happens, What's going to happen? Because uh, I, I honestly, I'm not sure I yeah. see either side taking it sitting down. Um, right. Yeah. It, and it, it's, it's, it's scary. Every day November creeps closer, and every day it feels more and more like America wow. is just a powder keg waiting to go. And I, I, I would absolutely hate to be right in this case, but I, ugh, I feel like I am, even though I don't want to be right. Well, I mean... We, we've seen at most a lot of these protests i don't want to say most but a lot of them we're we're hearing reports back from the sheriffs that people some citizens are asking to be deputized um yeah that's and also at, scary at what at what point does that stop and they just start taking it into their own hands like their hero kyle Rittenhouse. well yeah i don't know that i'd call the guy a hero by any means well um, he's a hero you know, to them i i i can somewhat understand that i I really try to put myself in both sets of shoes. Yeah. So at a certain point, I do understand that you're going to claim self-defense. Um, but I don't know who started this incident. We, we went from this whole thing being what was thrown at him to start was a Molotov cocktail to a glass bottle to find out now it's a plastic bag. Right. It was like um, a plastic bag with, I, I think it had a can of soup in it. Yeah. I'm not really sure that warrants a shooting, but well, you know, I don't know. And those the, cans of soup, they're like perfectly designed to be thrown, Brandon yeah they are As they the are uh, so eloquently said yeah it, it's it's one of those like where, where do we draw the line of because the, the castle law is kind of open in that aspect of it, it really interpret you're allowed to interpret it differently in terms of if you've done everything you can and you feel like your life is in danger yeah so it's kind of 
where do we draw the line in terms of that? Where do, where do we say that your life's in danger? You know, um, at that point, it, it's going to be one that shakes it. It's going to shake the system. It's, it's going to be interesting to see where we go. No kidding. Woo. Real downer of an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've had a lot of, uh, interesting shit happen here, especially in Wisconsin lately, man. Uh, You know what? Every time Uh, Wisconsin comes up the news, it really just, it usually disappoints me now because it's always something really, really bad. Well, did I see here that we're stopping the mail out of ballots right now because they're debating on whether or not to put the candidate of the Green Party on uh, the ballots? Yeah. Thank you, Wisconsin Supreme Court, for you know. Hey, that they, and they voted along party lines. On there. Good God, they voted along party lines, four hey, to three. Do you want to know something really interesting? Do you want to I know do. how many? Uh, Members of the Green Party are, are in the the House of Representatives and uh and the Senate. How many? Fucking zero. Why are you running well, a presidential should... candidate if you do not have a goddamn coalition? Jesus Christ. I think I, I would say this is another election like last time where people there's a there's a fair amount of people who are in between who don't want to vote for either of the candidates we have out, because let's be honest, I mean both the candidates we have are shit. Yeah. I'm um, not super enthused. So, I mean, we, we talk about old white man Joe Biden, who's 77 years old, or you have old white man Donald Trump, who's, what, 73, I think? Right. So it's not... Hello? Okay. Uh, well, I think we just lost Brandon. Brandon, can you hear me? Okay, so, uh, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Uh, we lost Brandon there at the end. Uh, but you can help defeat fascism. By supporting your local Black Lives Matters group, um, go and go and listen to um, any you know African American activist you can find. You listen, just stop and listen and hear their stories. Listen to what they're saying. You know their their complaints are valid because as a human being, they deserve the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And be good listen to people listen to their complaints don't violently suppress them with batons and tear gas and yeah go go and enjoy a beer because it's it's been a rough one so this has been barstool news podcast uh you can find us on twitter at barstool news pod and you can uh follow us there we'll we post uh news articles and whatnot oh what's that brandon you want people to follow you on Facebook? Yeah, go find Brandon on Facebook. Just kidding, don't. He's hardly ever on there. <laughs> all right, so it's been good talking to you, and we will see you all later.